Hi everyone, Chris here from the IELTS VIP podcast. So in the IELTS VIP podcast, what we do is we have a group of students on our VIP course and once a week we ask them, give us a question and we will go very, very deep on that question. We will give you a lot of detail in response to that question. So this week, one of our students asked a quite a general question, how do I improve my reading scores? So there are a few things um, that you can do. That, and if you do these things, and the key is that you do them, if you do these things, you will definitely improve your reading scores. So the first thing to do is read. So that sounds really simple. Uh, and when I say that to students, they kind of get a little bit annoyed with me. But it is amazing the number of students who want a Band-Aid but never read in English. Like, how arrogant are you if you think that you can get a Band-Aid but just never read in English? It's impossible um, to do that. So if you're hoping to get one of the higher bands, a Band 7, a Band 8, a Band 9 in reading, you should be at least, just as a starting point, reading every single day in English. And the next questions students normally ask me is, what should I read? And, and I always say it's not important. I think some students uh, think that there are certain books or certain types of books, and if they read them, that's going to really, really help them. It's not. It's about the actual action of reading, about doing that thing. And the best thing to do is just pick a book or a blog or whatever that you're interested in, that you enjoy reading. So uh, I know that many people act just don't enjoy reading at all, but pick something that you're interested in. It doesn't matter what it is, as long as you are doing um, the action of reading every single day. And it can be for five minutes a day, 10 minutes a day, one hour a day. What I would say to you is, during the test, you are going to have to read for a prolonged period of time. Reading for a prolonged period of time during the test is in a, in a, in a foreign language is quite an exhausting thing to do. And just like running a marathon or lifting weights in a gym, you, you have to build up to it. You can't just go and run a marathon if you've been sitting on a sofa all day or for, for all, all year. Uh, you just can't do that. You have to build up to it. So try five minutes a day, then 10 minutes a day, then 15, 20, 25, until you are reading regularly for one hour a day. Um, and that is not only going to help you with your reading skills, it's going to help you with your vocabulary, with your grammar, with your general English. Um, so it's really, really important. And that'll help you also with your um, uh, with your writing and your speaking and your listening, absolutely everything. So that's the first thing that I would do. Uh, and don't say that you don't have time. Uh, you have a choice. You can find time uh, to do that or you can fail the test. It's up to you. Um, you will find time if you want to do it. There are so many opportunities for you throughout the day if you want to do that. The next thing after you start reading regularly in English is to find out what your weaknesses are. Find out the, the exact reasons why you are getting questions wrong. There's a very simple way of doing that do real practice tests under real exam conditions. So you can go online or you can go to your local bookstore and get the Cambridge um, official practice tests. Make sure you're using real tests, don't use fake tests. Um, get the real tests from your bookshop or online and do those under exam conditions. Ideally, you should do three or four. If you can do more than that, that that's great too. Um, and what you, you, you're, you're aiming to do is you're aiming to identify patterns. You're, 
aiming to identify common weaknesses, common mistakes. So for example, you might look, and everybody's different, so this is just an example, but you might look at your mistakes and 80% of them are spelling mistakes. Nothing wrong with your reading skills or your, or your vocabulary or anything like that. It's just your, your spelling is a bit off. What would you do? You would work on your spelling. Or let's say you establish that the reason why you keep getting things wrong is that you can't find the answer because of vocabulary. Okay, improve your vocabulary. Or you might notice that there's certain types of questions that give you problems. So true-false not given, often a problem. Matching headings, often a problem. Are there any patterns that are emerging? And what you need to do then, once you've established what those things are, you need to attack the th your, weak your weakest point first. So if spelling is your weakest point, do you know work on your spelling. Vocabulary, work on your vocabulary. Grammar, work on your grammar. Strategy, work on that. S particular types of questions, work on that. And then the next weakest area, and the next weakest area, and the next weakest area. And if you turn your you know, your top two or three weakest areas into strengths by working on them, then your score is 100% definitely going to improve. But the, the key there is you need to take action. Uh, so many students that I work with, we, we tell them the exact reason why they're going to fail. It's like, you are going to fail unless you uh, fix your spelling or your vocabulary or your strategy or whatever it is. And they do nothing. They're like, oh, I'm going to hope that I just get better, like that's not going to happen. Um, we are telling you the exact reasons why you have to take action, you have to do those things. The great thing about the reading and listening test is you can find out all this information by yourself. Unlike writing and speaking, where you need someone who knows what they're doing telling you the exact problems, that you, you, your exact weaknesses, you can find those out yourself by doing practice tests, analyzing your mistakes, taking action on that. What I would also strongly suggest is that you get a strategy for each type of question. So there are many different types of reading question. Get a step-by-step -step strategy that works. There are many, many out there, but get one that works. There, there's, you'll find some on my website, ieltsadvantage.com. We also uh, help our VIP students with those if you're interested in that. There's more information at the end of the podcast. Um, but there. Each question is testing different subskills. Each question is testing different things. Therefore, they require a different step-by-step -step strategy. Uh, and the great thing about those is if you repeat them over and over and over again, so you don't, you're not going to just look at a strategy and then try it for the first time in the test. You're going to practice it and practice it and practice it so that it becomes just automatic. It's an automated process. And when you see the question, you know exactly what to do. You're, you're not even thinking about it. It's kind of like you know driving a car or tying your shoelaces. You just know exactly what to do without even thinking about it because you've done it so many times. And that frees up so many parts of your brain to focus on actually thinking about the correct answer. So that's what I would suggest. But the key there again is to implement that practice it, repeat it over and over on practice tests, and then again, look at your mistakes, think about each mistake, why did I make this mistake, and then do that, and if you do all of that, I guarantee 100% you are going to improve your reading scores. The difficult part about that is requires work, and most of you, even people listening to this podcast, are not going to do that. 
what you're going to do is you're going to look for tips and tricks and hacks, try to find the easy way out, and you're going to fail the test. So you have a choice. You can either do the hard work now and get the score you need, or you can try and do the, the easy thing and fail multiple times and waste your money and waste your time. So <laughs> up to you, but I would recommend doing the hard work. And, and all of that is free information that anybody can do anytime they want. Um, it's about wanting to do it. So hope the, hopefully a lot of you put that into action. When you do and when you get the scores you need, feel free to get in touch. It's always good to hear from our successful students. If you need any more help with your reading, go to IELTSadvantage.com or you can Google IELTS Advantage and you'll be able to get all the information you need on that website. There's also a lot of free information there about reading, uh, not only reading, writing, speaking, listening, vocabulary, all everything you need. We also help people on a one-on-one -on -one basis. Um, so if you want our help, our personalized help with your preparation, feel free to get in touch. I can't guarantee that we will work with you. Uh, we only work with a very, very small number of students and we only work with students who we think we can help, but if you're interested, feel free to get in touch, chris at ieltsadvantage.com, that's my email, chris at ieltsadvantage.com, and you can get in touch um, with us. You'll find all my contact details there and on our Facebook page, on our Instagram, and our YouTube. You can check all that out, and there's lots, of, um, there's lots more videos on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. Hope that you enjoyed that. Thank you very much, guys, and I'll see you for the next one next week. Bye-bye.